Hello, Team Adulam. Karibuni sana tena. So today we have a special edition of Adulam. And today we're going to do something a bit different. And uh, if you remember from last week's message, where we talked about the fact that we need to retire our complaining tongue and get into a space of gratitude and live in gratitude in terms of being able to just worship the Lord. And I want to read Psalm 95 um, before we start. So as you can see here, it's a bit of a different setup because today we're going to be singing unto the Lord. And I want us to read Psalm 95 as part of the reason why we're going to start today and not just start today but we're going to spend the time today singing psalm 95 which we read last week says come let us sing for joy to the lord let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song for the lord is the great god the great king above all gods in his hand are the depths of the earth and the mountain peaks belong to him the sea is his for he made it and his hands formed the dry land come let us bow down in worship let us kneel before the lord our maker for he is our god and we are the people of his pasture the flock under his care today if only you would hear his voice do not harden your hearts as you did at Meribah, as you did at that day at Massah in the wilderness, where your ancestors tested me. They tried me, though they had seen what I did. For 40 years I was angry with that generation. I said, there are people whose hearts go astray and they have not known my ways. So I declared on oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. One of the things that, if you recall from last week, is that when we talked about the word here that's used here, the word Meribah, the word Meribah is the same word that is the Hebrew word for quarreling. And so the thing about the children of Israel is that their unbelief, the manifestation of their unbelief was found in their tongue. That's where it all began. They had difficulty in being able to accept the journey that God had them on through the wilderness and so what they did is that they spent their time in grumbling complaining and quarreling this was their vibe this was their mo at all times but the thing that the word here says to us that today if you only would hear his voice do not harden your hearts as you did at meribah and what we talked about last week was the fact that the beginning of this psalm tells us how we respond in faith to God. It says, Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. There's a story in Luke 17, 12 to 19 that I just want to read real quick before we get into a time of worship. And let me read it. It says, Now on His way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. 
When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. The thing about this story is the fact that like, there were all these guys who cried for mercy, cried out for mercy from Jesus Christ. So 10 went out, 10 were healed, 10 experienced breakthrough, but only one of them came back to give thanks. And I think this is the whole thing about what we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks is that we don't want to be the nine. Because we are currently, at this very moment, in your very current state, we are drowning in God's mercy. We are drowning in His grace. We are drowning in His love. And so at every single moment, like the psalmist says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord because at this very moment, we are living in His mercy, in His grace, in His love, and we are drowning in it. And so today, what we're doing today is something that we want to be able to make into our lifestyle. Is that today what we're going to do, just like I told you last week, any day that's today is a day to give thanks. It is a day to glorify God. As long as today is called today, if you are living in a day called today, it is the day to give thanks. It is the day to worship the Lord. It is the day to give him gratitude. And today we are going to be like this one leper that came back and literally in a loud voice, it says here, it says here that uh, he came back and it says, he came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And that is what we want to do today. We want to just spend some time just thanking the Lord, just thanking him for what he has done for us today. Because today is today. Amen. So I want to invite um, two of three of my very good friends. <laughs> I want to invite uh, Angie Gashui. Karimi Rimbui, Wamai, who turns out to be Wamai's wife. <laughs> and I also want to invite Brio to just come and help us and just praise God together with us. And what we're doing today is just inviting you. We're not here to perform for you guys. We're here just basically inviting you into a time of just worship, a time of giving God thanks and gratitude for what he has done and continues to do for us. Our God is a great God, our great shepherd, the rock of ages. He is worthy to be praised. And today, that is exactly what we're going to do. Amen. And so I'm just going to invite my homies to come and just help us to be able to do this and go find some space and let's worship the Lord together.
offer to you our worship the only thing that we know to give to you with every breath that we take with everything that we do with these hands Lord that you have given us with everything we do with every minute of every second of every day father I ask that you would receive the worship of those of us that are here in this room and those that will be listening it is what we were created to do, Lord. And I pray that it would be a sweet-smelling incense, a sweet-smelling sacrifice unto you, that it would rise up to heaven and in our imperfection. Just the fact that we are here to take a moment to say, Lord, we are grateful when we love you and we worship you and we honor you and we give you thanks and praise and glory that you alone deserve. Father, that you would receive it, and you would receive it with a big smile on your face. You would know, Lord, Papa, that we love you, and we love you, and we love you, and we love you, and we love you. And I stopped in the power of your presence, for I've taken 
time of worship. What a privilege it is to be in his presence. In a place where 
when we recognize who we are not and who God is and the majesty of who he is. <clears throat> but yet he allows us to just come as we are. No fancy anything. To just sit at his feet. To try and do the best that we can do with the gifts that he has given us. And today we're doing it with musical worship, but every day we have the opportunity to worship him with what he has given us. Whether it is in our relationship with our families, with our friends, with strangers who come our way, with the work that we do, with the gifts that we have, we have an opportunity to just worship him, be in his presence, and just bask just bask in that love that is unlike anything that you can ever imagine that that warmth and that hug and that just is just omnipresent is everywhere it means that we are never alone even when it feels like we're alone even when things that we've been asking and waiting are not coming through, he is right there. And inviting you to just sit in his presence and focus your gaze, focus your eyes on him. And want nothing else. Want absolutely nothing else. But to be in his presence. And to call him the mighty one. To call him the great I am. To call him Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. To call him Savior, to call him Healer, to call him Redeemer. To call him Provider. To call him the God who is more than enough. To call him Jireh. Because our God is big enough and great enough and all enough to meet us each and every single one of us at our point of need, at our point of brokenness, our mm. point of just, I'm done, desperation. And even at that point of celebration, that point of gratitude, that point of gratitude when it makes absolutely no sense because everyone is like, I, you're grateful for what? We're grateful that we're alive, Father. We're grateful that you chose us to be your children, that you chose us to see another day, that you chose us to be a blessing, that you chose us to be co-heirs with your son, Jesus Christ. We're so grateful, Lord. So grateful. I'm caught up in your presence.
the reason why we were created to fix our eyes on him to make glorious his creation to let everyone in earth know who our God is the book of revelations has so many verses about where people the, the saints who are up um, just collapse and fall at the feet, fall at the throne, shouting, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb. You can imagine that happens when our time on this earth is done. And what a wonderful time of practice we have our entire lifehood, our own entire lives to just practice how to worship. Because that's what we'll be doing when our time comes, when eternity comes, when we get to dwell 
with our Father and our Savior and the Spirit forever and ever and ever and ever, just worshiping Him. And gratitude is worship. And surrender is worship. And obedience is worship. And giving is worship. And work is worship. And humility is worship. And declaration of the things that we know to be true. And even the things that we know God has said about our lives. And calling those things back as if they were. Believing and trusting is worship. And every day that we live is worship. Not about big sacrifices. In those days they used to kill many, many animals. And it would just be horrendous. I can just imagine like abattoirs all over the place. And this was how people worshipped God. They made sacrifices of like animals. And then when the Savior came, it was no longer about the sacrifices of animals, but what they want, what God wanted was the sacrifice of our hearts. Not gold, not silver, not rubies, not gemstones, not material things, but the sacrifice of our lives. Which is hard to do because we like to be in control sometimes. But today in this moment, let's worship Him. Nothing else. Nothing.
Psalm 146. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Do not put your trust in princes, in human beings who cannot save. When their spirit departs, they return to the ground. On that very day, their plans come to nothing. Blessed are those whose hope and whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God. He is the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them. He remains faithful forever. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. The Lord reigns forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord.
Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Listen, if this message blessed you, please be sure to share with someone whom you love. Share with a friend, a colleague, anyone. And then also, listen, support us. Support this ministry so that we can be able to make more dope content and be able to spread this message of the kingdom to as many people as possible. And then make sure that you subscribe. Sawa, subscribe. Subscribe, wherever the button, subscribe, subscribe. God bless you guys.